I believe that we can heal by sharing our truths and connecting with one another. I believe that holding in our shame and living a life that isn't true to ourselves is the root cause of anxiety and depression. When we allow ourselves to truly connect with our heart and acknowledge our truth, then we are set free. Free to live a life of joy and peace, a life without guilt or shame. And so that's why I wanted to create a show called She Speaks Her Truth. Join me as I talk with other women who are stepping into their power and sharing their truth so they can be set free on a path of healing. Eight years ago, I left my marriage with three kids and two dogs. I was drowning in anxiety and depression, and I needed to find a way to heal and learn to love myself again. She Speaks Her Truth is about figuring out who you really are and what truths you need to uncover to set yourself free. This is an anonymous space for women to share their stories of pain, heartbreak, and healing. It's a place to know that you are not alone on this journey and to be inspired to connect to your heart so you can live the life you are meant to. Every week I'll be coming to you to share stories of my own and to talk with other women who will inspire you to step into your light. You are not alone. I'm here to create a container of love and connection and I want you to know that you are worthy, you are beautiful, you are stronger than you think, and you matter. My name is Jennifer Robinson. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's get started. Hi there, beauties. Jennifer here. And I want to talk to you all a little bit today about self-love and how we can go about loving ourselves a little more. I know that for me, it's been a journey and um, I've come a long way. And when I started this journey about 10 years ago, really focusing on my self-love. But one thing I do know is that it's a practice. And just like we have to take care of ourselves physically um, on a daily basis, um, we have to do the same thing with self-love. So I just want to talk to you a little bit about that today and maybe give you some suggestions or tips and things that you maybe you can try. You know, loving yourself can be one of the hardest yet most important things that you'll ever do. What does it mean to love yourself? And how do you actually love yourself? You know, for various reasons, many of us find it easier to love others than to love ourselves. And sometimes we're truly quite just downright mean to ourselves. We subject ourselves to a harsh inner critic, unhealthy relationships, uh, toxic substances, and sometimes self-mutilation. I know how easy it is to dwell on your own perceived inadequacies. But regardless of the reasons for your lack of self-love, it's time to start caring for yourself and treating yourself with the same love that you give to others. You know, loving yourself isn't selfish as many people fear it might be. Not only does it improve your relationship with yourself, but it shows others how to love you. You know, you are the one person that you'll always be with. So it's important that you enjoy your own company, that you can trust yourself and recognize your own good qualities. Your relationship with yourself is the most important 
and longest relationship you'll ever have. And you know, it's worth spending the time and effort to develop a more loving relationship with yourself. And so with that said, I wanted to give you, you know, 15 different ways that you can try to love yourself a little more. So number one is know yourself. It's impossible to love yourself if you don't even know who you are. It's something that I um, found within myself a number of years ago. I spent so much time giving to everyone else except for myself. And as my kids grew older, it needed me a little less. And I was in a relationship that there was a lot of struggles and there was a lot of control. As the kids got older and I had more time to me, I realized that I had completely lost myself and I didn't know even who I was anymore. So investing in discovering what you believe and value and what you like is really um, an important one to remember. Number two, say no when you need to. Boundaries are an essential form of self-care because they let others know that you deserve and expect respect. Another hard one I had to learn myself. Number three, don't compare yourself to others. You know, others aren't better or worse or more less than you. They're just different. You have value just as you are and accepting yourself means that there's no need for comparison. Number four, be truly present. Our lives are full of distractions and many of these things are fun and worthwhile, but they keep, can be draining and they keep us from truly knowing and being ourselves. And I found that that was a big difficult um, one for me when my kids were younger. We were constantly running from one activity to the next, um, working full time, keeping the house um, maintained and and never really got time to just be still and sit with myself and my own thoughts. So I really found a big difference um, in knowing myself better and treating myself better when I took some time to learn about mindfulness and getting still. And that's a practice I still keep today. Number five, be honest with yourself. This one can be harder than it seems. Some of us um, are so good at self-deception that we don't even know that we're doing it. Honesty is key in all relationships, and your relationship with yourself is no different. Clearly, you can't love your entire messy self if you're lying, minimizing, or making excuses. So true self-love means loving all the parts of you, even the messy ones. Number six, let yourself off the hook for your mistakes and your imperfections. We know how hard you are on yourself. I do it too. You're probably harder on yourself than anybody else. So cut yourself some slack and embrace your humanness. Mistakes are normal. It's how we learn. And imperfections are a part of what makes you, you. Number seven, this is a tricky one. Work on forgiving yourself, especially for the bigger stuff. Sometimes we're holding on to bigger regrets or transgressions. Self-forgiveness is a process of 
bit by bit, believing you truly did the best that you could. Today, you could do better, of course. Hindsight really is twenty twenty, which is why it's completely unfair to judge your past self with the knowledge that you have now. Remember, when we know better, we do better. Number eight. Except some people won't like you. Ugh, this one is such a hard one for me. Um, and I'm sure so many sensitive souls that listen to this podcast. Uh, yeah, that's right. Some people don't like you. And guess what? That's okay. Don't waste your time trying to please these people who are impossible to please or who just aren't that important to you. Being yourself means you have to give up your people-pleasing way and embrace your authentic self. Number nine, practice gratitude. I love this one. Gratitude is one of the simplest ways to focus on the good in yourself and in your life. Try identifying three things that you're grateful for when you wake up every morning or before you go to bed, which is what I tend to do most often. Falling asleep, thinking of three things I'm grateful for, really um, puts my head in the right mindset. Um, and you can try using gratitude journal prompts to get started. And you can also find lots of journal prompts in my book called um, Butterfly Beauties, A Journal of Hope and Healing. It's filled with um, affirmations and coloring pages and tons of journal prompts that will help you with your self-love journey. Here we are number 10. Write down your successes. I love this self-love activity because it creates a record of your accomplishments, big and small, that you can reread whenever you're feeling low. You can add to it and read your list on a daily basis. That is the thing that I love to do when I'm having a down day keeping a list. And then when I'm feeling really crappy, I'll go back and look at it and remind myself that I'm doing a good job. Number 11 is feel your feelings. Yep, that's what I said. Our feelings are an integral part of who we are. You can't be an authentic person without acknowledging and feeling all of your feelings. Don't shy away from the uncomfortable feelings like anger and sadness. Those are a part of us as well. Um, the human experience, we're, we, sh we should be here for all of it. And I, um, I don't know if some of you are like me, but I know as a child, I was kind of told, you know, oh, stop being sad. Stop being grumpy. Go outside. Go get busy. Put on a happy face. And those feelings were not welcome. And it's taken me a long time to be able to know that I'm still worthy of love, even with the feelings of anger and sadness that come. So I now embrace them and I let them wash over me and then release. You know, if you deny them, you deny a part of yourself. Allow yourself to express all your feelings in a healthy, respectful way. Number 12. This will be a tricky one for some of my empathic friends, but this one is stand up for yourself. Like boundaries, being assertive is a way of showing others that your opinions and needs matter. Loving yourself means you know your value and you can communicate it to others. 
And here we are, number 13, speak kindly to yourself. Oh, this is such a good one. Remember, talk to yourself like you would talk to a loved one. Think about how you talk to one of your best friends or your kids. Would you call them names? Don't cut yourself down or call yourself names or criticize yourself. You wouldn't do that to a best friend, would you? Number 14, surround yourself with people who treat you with kindness and respect. Who you spend time with reflects how you feel about yourself. This is a really hard one because I have found in my life there's been some people that were in it years, many years ago but are no longer in my life um, because I've had to gently let those people go because they weren't good for me. You know, people who feel worthy surround themselves with positive people. And sometimes loving yourself means that you have to end relationships with abusive or unkind people. And the last one, number 15, allow yourself some downtime. Are you a busy, busy, busy bee? I know that I used to be that way. Not anymore, though. It's time to slow down and allow yourself, your body and your mind to rest. You don't have to do it all. Prioritize what matters most and then let go of any guilt when you're saying no. Rest is rejuvenating and it's a basic form of self-care. I know that's a hard one for a lot of people in this crazy busy world, but so important. Remember to take time for you. So I just want to ask, which of these ideas will you try? You know, I recommend starting with some of the activities that seem easiest to you. It's important to set yourself up for success when you start something new. So maybe practice just one or maybe two self-love activities for the week. And then you can try challenging yourself with other ways to work on your self-love. And as you practice and build them into your routine, they will feel more natural and they won't take as much thought or effort at all. Well, guys, I just wanted to thank you so much for listening to me chat with you and share with you some of my thoughts on loving yourself a little more. And I hope that you'll take some of them to heart. Maybe just one even start with. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me and send me a DM um, in my Instagram account, which is Butterfly Beauties Co. If anyone follows me there now, you'll know that I share all sorts of things on self-love, self-care, setting boundaries, um, changing your negative self-talk into positive self-love talk. And I would be so honored to connect with some of you. So thank you again for listening, guys. Take care. Thank you so much, my friends, for listening to today's podcast. I feel so honored to do this work, and I want you to know I'm here for you guys and that I'm committed to helping you on your journey, sharing pieces of myself, and I want you to know that this podcast is for me too as I learn to love myself a little more each day. I'm really looking forward to sharing with you each week, and I'll be coming to you on Sunday evenings. Oh, and one final thing I do want to tell you, I'm not only the host of the podcast, but I'm also the author of a healing journal for women and the founder of Butterfly Beauties Co., where I work with sponsors to gift the healing journals to women in shelters. So 
If you're looking for any more inspiration on self-love or you want to know about the healing journal, you can connect with me on my Instagram account at Butterfly Beauties Co. Thank you so much, loves, for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can hear future episodes. And I'm always looking for guests who want to share their stories or sponsors who want to give back so that together we can help each other heal and rise. Thank you for spending your time by listening. And remember, you are beautiful. You are worthy. You are stronger than you think. And you matter. Take care. Thanks for listening.